I'm going to preach to you on a message entitled, Can These Bones Live? I'm going to read from Ezekiel 37, verse 1 to 14. It's a little bit long, but I encourage you to just take a listen and you can read as well. 37 and 1, and it says here, The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me, brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw great many bones in the floor of the valley, bones that were dry. And then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on the skin, covered, and, the, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord, that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. So can these bones live? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We are ready for what you want us to hear. Speak through me, Lord God. I need your presence. I know you're already here inside me, inside your people, and even in this building, oh God. We just ask for a manifestation of your power as your word is being preached. So everybody hearing this word may not just hear with their ears, but may we hear with our hearts. We open our hearts for what the Spirit wants to speak today. This we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Give the Lord one more, one more big clap. This is probably a story you heard many times, preached many times. If you've been in church for a while, if you've been here at the way, I preach it maybe two or three times. This is a church. But you probably heard this from other preachers preached many times about the valley of dry bones. Now, if you'd allow me, I, I believe that this is a moment where God shows us the power of Him going against the impossibilities of our lives. And in this context, let me just provide para ma clear sa aton kung anong ginaistoryahan natin. It started in 597 B.C., Sang ginhatag sang Dios ang vision kay Ezekiel. So the vision was like a trance. So when God called him, God gave him a, put him in a trance. So while he was in that same valley where he was probably in, or another word for valley in that passage is plain, a great plain. And then while he was there, when he opened his eyes, or when the spiritual eyes were opened, he saw in the valley, the valley was full of dry bones. And so we know contextually, if we're going to be strict with scripture context, this context is talking about Israel. Specifically, in 597 BC, may arang a Babylonian exile. Okay, so, sang 587 BC, Israel or Jerusalem was attacked by the Babylonian Empire under King Nebuchadnezzar. 
And then ang natabo sa ilang mga uto, they still fought back. And after another 10 years, although na subjugate na sila, they were still a little bit rebellious, na perdi sila, pero they were still, you know, under Babylon, but still subjugated. Pero Israel, what Israel did was they rebelled because they wanted to become their own nation. So after 10 years, what Nebuchadnezzar uh, did was he laid a siege on Jerusalem and destroyed it fully. Destroyed the city, plundered the city, destroyed the temple, and plundered the temple. So, the exile was more than just a crisis of physical suffering and communal identity. It also necessitated a crisis of faith. It was also a crisis of faith for them because para sa ila, ngang templo build ni Solomon, which was so beautiful and powerful, they thought it would never have been destroyed could never be defeated because the Ark of the Covenant was with them. But mind you, before we proceed, ang Israel na perdi sila ay na-defeat sila, naguba ang ilang temple, ginplunder ilang temple, until, from that point until now, wala nagigyan na rebuild ang temple the way they wanted it until kay Zerubbabel, of course. Pero ang, ang, ang Israel, wala ginila na-restore the way they really want ang glory in fact, until now, there's a lot of Jews that still don't believe na natapos ng exile. Because para sa ila, para matapos ng exile, the Messiah had to come and end their exile, spiritually speaking. So para sa ila, they're still spiritual exile. So in that point, na destroy ang temple, ang Davidic monarchy na destroy, so Israel subo-subo, gin-defeat sila, there was nothing more painful for them than to be taken out of their land. And then they were taken to Babylon. And as exiles into Babylon, that was the saddest thing for them. So mga Israelites, the children of Israel, were sitting by the rivers of Babylon. Yes, and that's where we get that song from the 80s. Ang iban siyong familiar, ang iban siguro hindi familiar. But it's one of the saddest songs in the Bible it goes like this. By the rivers of Babylon, where we sat down. Oh, yes, we wept when we remembered Zion. Amun ang disco na amun sa una. Wala na, mga bata sa muna. Amun sa una, time kami da yan. Two by two by two, the lion said. Mga biblical, no? At no, two by two, Noah's Ark. Ari naman yan. But that's the saddest song written in the Bible. One of the saddest songs. In fact, while, while they were there, Arasilasa reverse ang Babylon. Babylonian rivers at that time were not real rivers, they were man made canals. So, gin takes us Israel, may meaning sa ilang river, kay life ina, gin dalasa sa dubang sang river, tapos gin mock sila sa mga Babylonian soldiers. And the Babylonian soldiers told them, okay, now I want you to sing Zion's song. Why don't you start singing right now? And while they sat there, the Bible says they wept and wept. We wept when we remember Zion. We put our harps on the willow trees, meaning we don't want to sing anymore. How can we sing God's songs in this strange land? So they got a feeling that they were going to be there for a long time. That's why they said, Oh Jerusalem, if I forget you, may my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. Meaning, hindi gusto ka malipatan, mapilit ang dila ko sa atop sa ngakon nga, baba, sa akong alingag, kung malipatan ka, kung madula ka sa akong dila, oh Jerusalem. So it was a very, very sad time. That was the moment of Israel, nga feeling nila dejected sila. Now, just bear with me, kakrake kita context. That's why in our text, Kumanao kita sa verse 11, makita natin dira. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, our hope is gone, and we are cut off. Wala naginodoka, super negative. Negative of negatives. First, they said, Our bones are dried up, meaning we're dead and there's no more chance for life. And he said, Our hope is gone, meaning wala na ni paglao, we are hopeless. And then they said, we are cut off or we are disconnected. Kaya para sa ila, being connected to the temple, being in Jerusalem, that was the blessing. And if you disconnect them from the land, they lose the blessing. That's why as of now, bisan nung gera sa Palestine, bisan nung mukambal from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. The Jews would rather die 
would rather be annihilated than give up another inch of that land. And the reason for for us, ah, bait lang niya, oh, apartheid, apartheid, wala ka ka-inchindi, sang kadalumun, sang connection, sang land nga na para sa ila. Para sa ila that is connected to the promise of God. Now watch this. When that happened, ang dream sang Israel is to find a resolution for the situation that they are in, which was bleak. Horrible. End of the line. Death. Wala sang pag-asa. We are dried up. We are dead. We are hopeless. And we are disconnected from God because we have no more religion. We have no more connection with God. We have no more temple. We are a useless group of people. And they've cried out to God for this. Pero ang Dios may resolution. Now look at the resolution in verse 12. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, I am going to open your graves, bring you up, and I will bring you back to your land. So that's the power, church. Listen to me. Open the graves. I'm coming out. I'm going to live. I'm going to live again. But here's the, the, the thing though. That application is actually not for them as a people. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not against the Jews or the ones that are in Israel. They're also sons and daughters of Abraham. Pero ang application sini, sang promise sang Dios that I'm going to bring you up. You're going to rise up again, Israel. He's talking about the New Testament church. Now watch me. Why is that, Pastor? That is so because in the book of Galatians, listen to me, in the book of Galatians, we can read there that the connection to the lineage of Abraham has gotten to us because of Jesus Christ. That everyone who believes in Jesus becomes sons and daughters of Abraham. Now look at this. Ang restoration, ang pagbawi isang power, kagpag-expand sang Israel, nagtupa actually sa church. Listen to me. Ang Israel, chosen people sila as a physical nation. Ang church, chosen people kita as a spiritual nation. We both carry a covenant and we both carry a promise. Pastor, how can you prove to us ngang naminsina ang church? Here's one part. I will put my spirit in you. Now watch this. In that time, nobody had the spirit of God in them. Why? The spirit of God was never given and it never entered anybody Sa Old Testament, ang Spirit of God, kung magkato sila, dapat i-anoint sila. Kung baga, kung sa ilonggo pa, ginahaplas. Gina-anoint. Ang king, bago siya maging hari, ibubu sa iya ulong, anointing oil, mahulog pa kato siya, bungot pa kato siya, bayo. Amuman ng priest, amuna ang way of the anointing. To anoint means to smear, paghaplas. Ang anointing sa New Testament, hindi na-smear, hindi na-haplas. Ang anointing sa New Testament, indwelling of the Spirit. So, so, when did that happen? Jesus said, the Holy Spirit or the anointing, the indwelling has not yet been given, John 15, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Meaning, samtang wala pa nag book of Acts, wala pa ni fulfillment ng promise ka Just bear with me, theology kita, mawaswas kita dugay, I promise you. Bear with me. So, wala pa nag fulfill Ginaulat nila. It never happened for them. Until now, gaulat sila. Wala nila nabalaan. Nag-abot ng Messiah. Kag na-fulfill ng promise nga ni. Kag na si Jesus Christ. Ang nag-fulfill si ni para siya church. What happened? Jesus said, You know what? Right now, I'm with you. But be thankful that I will die. Siligin sa mga apostles, No, Lord. Don't die. We don't want to lose you. Jesus said, No, 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 no. It's better for me that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the Spirit cannot come. Watch me. Because now I am with you. But if I die and go away, the Spirit will come and then I will be in you. Now watch this. When will the Spirit come and be in you? When Jesus Christ dies by paying the price, then our bodies will be transformed. Our spirits will be transformed, thus enabling us to receive the Spirit. That's why the application of this passage, ang fulfillment niya actually at us at church. Now, here's the passage. No matter what you're going through, no matter how bleak it is, let me just burst the bubble right now. There is nothing impossible with God. worship team, don't you tell me He can't do it. I've seen cancers disappear. I've seen the dead raised. I've seen blinded eyes open. Don't you tell me that the God I serve cannot do it. Let me tell you something, church. God specializes in the impossible. The more impossible it is, the better it is for God. 
Sa itong the more ga impossible, the more ga budlay. Sa Diyos, wala na ga budlay. The more nga ga impossible, the more siya ginakilig. The more siya ginaexcite. And because of that, He is able to show His power to His people. Look at this application in the New Testament. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ. I like that part. When God is in your life, look at this. He always, always, everybody say always. Always causes you to triumph. God never leads you to defeat. Ang pagkaperdes ang Israel hindi pagleads ang Dios. Ang pagkaperdes ang Israel because of their disobedience to God. Many times they were warned: Stop doing what you're doing. Stop worshiping other gods. Nga hindi gusto ang Dios. Amunisong una nami, sorry ako sa unas. Lingis ako. Ano klase Diyos? Yung ako hindi mo siya pag-intoon, namin niya kung i-dayawon. Hindi mo siya pag-i-worship, i-curse niya ka. Hindi ka kita. Amo ko, you got it wrong. God is not insecure. Neither is God needing worship or praise. God is God whether you praise or worship Him or not. Whether you recognize Him as God, it doesn't matter. He was God before anything was created. He was God before time was there. He exists beyond it, within it, and outside of it. God is above it all. He doesn't need your worship. Listen to me. The reason kung agusto sang Dios nga worship ang Israel siya hindi tungod kay kulang sa pansin ng Dios. Ang rason kung agusto yung nga sa akon kamu worship ang worship namin sa Bible hindi lang kay malutlut kay makanta kanta. Meaning sa akon kamu salig depend on me, yield to me, trust in me. Pero ang Israel gusto nila magdayo sa iban nga Dios. Why? Para magin pareho sila sa barkada nila, para magpareho sa friends nila. And God understands. The moment you stay away from me, those other gods will bring you destruction. Segway ko na gamay. Uh, here's one part. Hindi against ang Bible sa alcohol or sa sigarilyo. Wala nakasbuhat sa Bible. Thou shalt not smoke. Wala nakasbuhat. Thou shalt not shabu. Thou shalt not fentanyl. Thou shalt not cocaine. Ang rason kung ay hindi gusto ang Dios magamuka na because ang Dios kompleto na. Ang patasa naton kung may problema ka. Bigo may tanawan yung balawala sa tao ng nageinom just because namitan siya. Namit gina sa tudod lang mag-inom ka beer ka tilaw mo patpait din na namit coke eh pag unaw na mo suyop sang sigarilyo pag sulod sang aso sa baga mo namitan ka di blaga ubo ka gina-expel sang lawas mo pero ginapilit mo ko galingon mo nga manamitan nga kay may need ka need for what ang mga barkada mo gapan sigarilyo dapat makisama ka ang mga friends mo ga hit-hit siya bu dapat upod ka mo para barkada para may high listen ang tao may batasan nga amuni kung may need ka instead nga magdalagan ka sa Dios para punan ang imo need ginapunan mo sang alcohol kay ginbayaan ko sang miga ko mapahubog ko kay may problema ko masabo ko kay wala ko sang pagaduha hindi ko kapamus-on manigarilyo ko so ginhimo ta ang mga bagay nga ning replacement sa Dios you know what that is that's idolatry See, 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 you're misunderstanding God. He's not saying, Oh, kung manigirilyo ka, may impyerno ka. Kung mainom ka, may impyerno ka. That's not the point. Don't misunderstand Him. The reason why He's saying, don't do that, is because what He's saying is, I've got something better. And what I give you is so much better. Tinga, nga madiddle-daddle kay mo yan sa beneath, sa mga lesser things, nga may ara mas maayo. Kung may problema ka, hindi butilya ang laganan mo. Dalaganan mo dahil yun ang Diyos. Kaya sa iya may peace, sa iya may hope, sa iya may love, sa iya may companionship. Guess what? Wala niya sang dala nga hangover. Wala pa bayad. Libre pa. Come on, I'm talking to you. Hindi pa madunot imo atay. Hindi pa mubay mo baga. Oh, come on. Ha? Gagkakamisunderstandabi so every time gagapangita kamo sang alternative kung available man lang siya gabat siya gang tagipusoon niya 
Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you, church, right now. Wala sila na mati. In fact, nagpadala ang Diyos, prophets, Ezekiel prophet. Nag-rebuke sa ila. Pero grabe si Jeremiah. Pila katawo ang na-convert ni Jeremiah sa message niya? Zero. Pila katawo sa Israel ang nag- namati. Bisan pamati lang siya. Zero. They hated him. That's why his books are called the book of Jeremiah and the book of Lamentations. Lamentations means wailings or cries. It's called the weeping prophet. Tanawan yung ginimula ka Jeremiah. Gin persecute nila, gin bato nila, gin habuin nila sa bubon nga empty. One point si Jeremiah, gatulo ka gamba, Lord, hindi na lang ko mag-preach. Hindi na lang ko mag-warn sa Israel about what's about. Gina-warn sila ng Jeremiah nga manugabot ang exile. Kung hindi ka mo magtalikod sa inyo kasalanan, kag magbanumbalik sa Diyos, may matabo sa Israel. And God's heart is aching for that return to God, Israel. Ay, hindi sila mamati. Sin Jeremiah, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this. Pero as soon as yung balon niya bilang tao, napatsyagan niya ang pulong sa Diyos sa heart. And so he said, it's like fire shut up in my bones. Listen to me, church. That's what God feels about you. Every time you go do other things, His love is like fire shut up inside His bones, telling you, I got something better for you. Why don't you let me do it for you right now? Hindi sila mamati. Gustugin nila yahimuon ang para sa ila ang kaya nila yahimuon. So amun ang natabu, nadula ang tanan. Amun ang pinaka-worst nga pain nga ginagyan sa Israel as a nation. Why? Because Sang tungod sa kasalanan ngani nadula ang ila nga nadula ang ila sense of hope para sa future pero ang Dios may plano magfulfill so in application sa aton nga panahon subong may mga time sa aton kabuhi gatulo kisa sa impossibility okay lang ako okay ang tanan pero kun ka sakit na numan dumilain matyag kuha wala lang mo kabalo may mga pipila ko na istorya diri sa church may mga pipila diri gin diagnose na ang katapusan na nila pila na lang kabulan May ginistorya ko just the other day. Ginistoryahan ay kami nga duwag kahibig siya shares ng life. Pastor, just a couple of months ago, I was ready to kill myself until I got to know the Lord. Have you ever faced death? Or a semblance of it? Like it was the end of your life? Like you were facing an impossibility? Listen to me, church. If you are in that position, God specializes in that. So the question arises... Can these bones live because it was an impossibility? Or in our modern terms, I'm, am I going to make it out of this? Pagabos ang problema, am I going to make it out of this? Pagabos ang doctor, six months na lang, am I going to get healed? Is my business going to pick up at some point? Am I going to get the promotion? Am I going to be the kind of person that God wants me to be? Am I going to make it out of this? Ang tanan nga tao, listen to me, bisang sino sa Kung bata ka pa, wala pa nagurumagyan, pero damo kang gaidad, mas ma-realize mo ito doon, kidney. At some point in our lives, tanan kita, some arrive earlier, but eventually, samtang buhi ka, maabot kini sa doon. Maabot ang point sa tanan nga tao sa bilog ng kalibutan. Tanan ka, maabot ang point. That when that moment comes, it will either break you. Maabot ka sa point nga daw, ginhimo mo ng tanan. Gintry mo ng tanan, kag wala gintanan nag-work. Dalagan ka na lang sa Diyos. Nagambalang doctor, sorry lang git, it's over. Nagambalang psychiatrist, okay, it's over. You're losing your mind. Ang isaka friend ko ngagin story ako hagapon. Member mo di sa church. Paghatag sa doctor siya sa paginom mo naglis ng antidepressant. Ang first 14 days galis na is gonna be the worst time of your life. That's why in tao paginom yung antidepressant usually ginabantayan din sa hospital or ginabantayan sa mga loved ones because within that first two weeks nga na amunang to mabuang siya. Bulong, ang yabal, it, it's not going to be until the 15th day, third week, bago niya mamatamat batsyagan ng chemical na nag-work sa lawas niya. But it's going to be 14 days of hell. Sige niya, pag inom ko sa antidepressant, Pastor, it didn't help me. I could not finish it because I was losing my mind. But let me tell you something, church. Kunara ka sa Diyos, bisa na itong pinaka-imposible, it all becomes possible. And don't tell me he can't do it. God can do it. And nothing will be impossible. Now, let me show you right now. There's five keys to victory based sa story ni Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 1. Here it is. I'm going to read uh, chapter 37 verse 1. The hand of the Lord was on me. I'm going to stop there. I underlined it so that everybody sees it. 
He was about to go through a valley of death. A valley of testing. The worst turmoil and spiritual separation Israel could ever experience. But here it is. He started walking in the midst of them because the hand of the Lord was on him. Church, listen to me. We are all going to go through something. Just like David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. First thing you got to know, and you got to know it now as soon as possible. Know that the Lord is with you. You're staring at me like, nakulbaan ko sa inyo nga tulok. The Lord, Pastor, Pastor, but do you really? Basi balaan mo sa baba. Pero hindi mo tutuod balaan. Kaya kung mabalaan mo na, kung truth siya sa inyo, reality mo siya by the way you react to things. The Lord is with me. Sometimes we're going to make mistakes. Sometimes we're going to drop the ball. Sometimes we're going to be frustrated. Sometimes we want to quit. Sometimes we want to shoot our head. Sometimes we want to hang our necks. But let me tell you something. No matter what you may be going through, in the good times, in the bad, know this and never forget. The Lord, the Lord is with you. I'm never and I'll never walk alone. This is what Ezekiel said. You know what? I know I'm going to go through this valley full of death. But at least the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. I know But I'm going to hold on to this promise. The Lord. Hindi ko ma-close ang deal ngayon. Hindi ko ma-kuha ang client. Oh my God, I lost the client. Oh my God, I'm losing my clients. But the Lord is with me. Woo. Look at this, Ezekiel 37.2. Here it is, here it is. Look at He led me back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. Look at this. They weren't just dead. They were very dry. And the Bible says he led me back and forth. So if this was the valley or the plain, he didn't just look at it. God led him back and forth. So Ezekiel, look around. Go ahead, Zeke. Come back. Now move forward again. All around, look at you. Kag nakita ya puro crisis. Puro problema. Puro confusion. Puro death. It wasn't just dead people. It wasn't just bones. It was dry bones. Back and forth. Back and forth. Isagamba kita. Lord, ngari ko di hao sa crisis ngani. So, ginahimo na to ng pinakahapos ng excuse. Agi no oni nagatag. No, 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 no. Kung makita mo ko galingon mo, ado ginalid ka sa Dios sa crisis. Hindi siyang nagkos ng crisis. Look at this, look at this, take note of this. God didn't cause the crisis, but He led you there to bring the victory. Hindi siya ang nagdala sa crisis, pero ginpadalaya ka da para ikaw magdala sa victory. Patingala ko kisa, Lord nga, ari ko di, anak mo ko. Wala ka da ginpadala sa Diyos para mapirdi ka da. When God told them, we're gonna go to the other side. Pagabot sa tunga-tunga sa lake, sa Sea of Galilee, nagpalabuang sa lake, may bagyo. Jesus, I told you we're going to go to the other side. I didn't say we're going to go to the middle of the lake and drown. I said we're going to go to the other side. Ang ambasang Diyos ila leave Egypt and go to the promised land. Pero kalabanan sila nagkalamatay dito sa wilderness. Nga katigas ang ulo nila. Kung namati lang sa Diyos, 11 days lang aran na sila dapat sa Canaan land. What was the reason? We said, God, no. They were going through the crisis. Watch this. 400 years of slavery that does something to your mind. 400 years of slavery, kinangla nila i unlearn ang mga slave mentality. Bago sila mangin blessed ng mga anak sang Dios, kinangla mentioned I cannot be a slave where God is about to take me. I have to understand and change the way I think. I'm no longer a slave. Oh, come on, church, I'm talking to you. Hindi si God ang nagkos ang crisis, kinpadala ka na sang Dios para i turn around ang crisis. Come on, church, He's not gonna send you there and not empower you. The mere fact nga ara kada kag may mga problema sa palibot mo, meaning you, God chose you to be the answer to that situation. 
Sangara si Ezekiel to why? Why did God lead him there? To give him a glimpse of his mortality? To make him feel useless? No. Because God was planning to use him. To release his power through him. Now watch this. When there is a crisis, it's num- victory key number two. A crisis is an opportunity for a miracle. A crisis is an opportunity for a miracle. Listen to me, church. Don't be afraid of the test. Without a test, there's not going to be a testimony. That's the reason those tests come. I'm not saying, oh, tests come. No, tests will come whether you like it or not. Trials will appear. Hindi mo na kailangan pangitaon. Siya ang mangita sa iyo. Kaysa ganin, hindi talagang lang lanyawa mo. We are so good at ruining our own lives that the devil is on vacation sometimes. We are, we are masters of picking the wrong person to love. Lawrence, you get Lawrence, you get the hinatag mo. I'm gonna say something. Please don't miss it. No, it's not general. There are people that can get out of this. But as much as possible, when you want to find someone, find someone who already loves God. Is that an okay deal? Galing pastor do, ginastorya ako sa Diyos, shagid ang akong mission. Okay, pwede na. Pero precarious ina. Tinga shagid ka damo, da sang lalaki. Kaito gusto ko gid siya. Gusto ko gamiton sang Ginoo bilang path sang iya nga salvation. Not impossible. I've seen some people do it, but most of them miss that one. Free na ng advice. Hindi ka na magpasike. So a crisis is an opportunity for a miracle. Dapat pagabot sa crisis, pagabot sa problema ba ko? Ooh, another testimony. Ang tao yung sa kalibutan, pagabot sa problema, ha? Problema naman. Pero ang tao yung may Diyos, ooh, milagro naman. Ooh, blessing naman. Ooh, testimony naman. Hindi maglampas ang tuwig, may bago naman kong i-share sa ginimo ni Jesus para sa akin. Hallelujah. Look at this. 37.3 and he asked me look, look, look so Ezekiel's a valley of dry bones and then God asked him okay Ezekiel look at all these death around you son of man can these bones live? when you come to the situation look look at Ezekiel's answer I said, Sovereign Lord. Sovereign Lord. He's being religious here. Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Okay, I'm sabat yan, no? Ginoo, ikaw lang. Diyos nga makaako sang tanan, ikaw ang nakabalo. Okay, no? Okay, sa prayer tanan, di ba la? Mabalang ginoo. Do you think I can bless you? Ara sa imo kamot. You think I can heal you? Ibutang ko sa imo kamot ginoo. Let me tell you what. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. Hamba sa ginoo. Ezekiel, can these bones live? In layman's terms, ambut up. Di lang ko sure. Ambil ginagamit kisa Lord. Di ka lang kabalo. Pero sa tutod lang naminta. Hindi lang ko sure Lord. Para sa tao nga nagpray. Nakita sa Bible, nabasahan niya nga, pwede mo i-move ang mountain. So nagtubang siya sa bukid, nag-preach, nagbiyong siya, bilog yung faith. In Jesus' name, I'm gonna move that mountain right now. In Jesus' name, mapagmuklat ko, wala na lang bukid sa tubangan ko. Pagmuklat niya, aragya pa ng bukid, biyong siya. In Jesus' name, ang bukid niya, pagmuklat ko, wala na. In Jesus' name, I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. I do not doubt. Pagmuklat niya, aragya pa ng bukid niya. Siling ko gidaw. Aragid mo. Wrong answer. Because his answer was, Lord, ikaw nakabalo. Here's the thing though. Of course God knows. But do you? God's not trying to say, do I know? Of course he knows. Church, listen to me. The bigger question is not whether God knows or God can. But do you believe that he can? And do you believe that he knows? Let me t- I'm going to tell you what. Ang ginapamangkot siya sang Diyos, hindi nga, can I? Do you think? Ang imbes nga masabat Yes, Lord, you can. You know why even Ezekiel the prophet, tlantawan yung from Ezekiel chapter 1, sa 36, kung ka-powerful mga prophecies niya. But this time in 37, 
This was crazy, man. This was a valley of dry bones. It was impossible as impossible could be. So maybe, maybe dumidyo hinadlokan sa gamay. Maybe nag-apprehensive siya gamay. So instead ng mama siya, Lord, in Jesus' name, pag-graduate ko, magna cum laude. Ah, wait, 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 wait. Don't decay sang faith ko. Cum laude na lang, Lord. Cum laude. Ah, okay na ko sa Dean's Lister in Jesus' name. I wrap it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Nga hindi suma. Kinadlokan ka sa suma eh. Come on, I'm talking to you. But, uh, amulanib kay basi, kay basi do righteous lang niya nga amulanib kagamay pangayuon ko. Listen to me. Wala limit ang Dios. Wala kinakilala nga impossibility ang Dios. That's why he asked Ezekiel, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Do you think I can do the impossible? All you gotta do is say, Yes, Lord. Nothing is impossible with you. See, the problem with Ezekiel, and here's the key number three, victory key number three, and the problem with many of us is this. We don't see the problem the way God sees the problem. We don't see the problem the way God sees the problem. Ang ways ng Diyos para nga ma-change kita. Listen to me. Kisa dumas, Lord, kaya na pang putlayan mo kaya si Ezekiel, ha? Hindi pwede nga, balun mo na lang siya. You know, I'm very tough on my son. Silingya ko ni ban nga tao mo mangkot sa imo ginasabat mo lang. Pako nako mamangkot sa imo ginapubudlayan mo gid ko. Amo na pabudlayan ta ka because you're my son. If you ask me 1 plus 1 I'm not going to say 2. I'm going to explain to you what arithmetic is. And so you can figure out why 2 is 2 after you put 1 and 1 together. Sa Dios abi ta kis ang gusto ta. Lord hatagain na lang ko bala number sa loto. Sino sinyo kaage? By the way, the other day, naglanto kami, tag 20 pesos galing ticket. Man, siya rin dad, tag 20 pesos galing ticket sa loto. Pero 280 million ang jackpot. Oh Lord. Abi, pati mo gusto ang Diyos, no? Tagaan niya lang ka loto numbers, mamanggarano kita tanan. No, no, no. God is saying, if you trust me in the small things, and we start this journey together, can we go on this journey together, and I'll start blessing you one step at a time. No, Lord, just give me the $1 billion. Of course, it would be nice to just have a lot of money, but that's not God's way. What? You're His son. He sees you differently. It's not just about the money. It's not just about the blessing. It's not just about the miracle. You got to understand this. I am here because I want you to understand what goes on behind the scenes. Dad, why did this happen? Why is this thing in, this bi- in the Bible? This, this, this is what the young people in church ask me. And then don't just give him the answer. I'd go, why do you think so? Why did it happen that way? realize Oh, this is how it got here. This is a, see, pag magkanto ka sa school, the school doesn't give answers. Schools, educational systems, teach you how to get answers. Pero si Liam, di mahilig na siya bisa sa mathematics sa una. Kapangit siya sa mga mathematics. Kaya gusto niya, sabat da yun, answer sa punta. Aring answer. Tingnan ba lang siya ni mami. No, no, no. Show your process. It's the same answer. No, no, no. Show the process. Because without the process, how will I know that you're, you got, how did you get the answer? I just know what the answer is. No, no, no. Show the process. Ang mga gusto takis sa Diyos. Multiple choice lang bala. Tapos gaya lang ko answer. No, no, no. God is saying, I want you to know the process because my presence, my power, my giftings, my blessings, I ride around the process. And once you understand the process, you start to see the problem the way I see the problem. That's why he said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Church, listen, until we see things the way God sees them, we'll never have victorious lives. We're, we can have all the blessings in this world. You can have all the money in the bank, the ministries, the relationships, the families. Pero feeling mo, permi, may kulang lang, may something missing. Why? You know why it's not happening so? Because you didn't see it the way God saw it. Mga kabataan, subong ayam, bot, sobra ka blessed. Sobra ka tawhay. Mga kabataan lang yung subong gawuri kay wala wifi, wala wifi, wala ko cellphone. Hindi ko kung why man amunado, okay man. The other day I told my kids, they have this, they have this idea. 
Children, listen. Every time ganing nga kigan, more mahimo ko object lesson, ang iya din na sabat, labigin ng babae nga na, stop comparing me with other kids. You can't compare me. I'm different. So the other day, I said, okay, listen to me. Here's daddy's verdict. Once and for all, know these things by all men. I decree and I declare that in this family, you will always be compared. You can compare me because no, no, no. I grew up being compared. I turned out okay. I'm, I'm different. No, no. You will come be compared. So, brakaoe, mga kabataan, so, gamay gamay lang, masuicide ko, madepress ko, makuan ko. The other day, gawa ko sa esplanad. Ay, sa kananay, gusto rin siya sa kananay, kalumang ko lumamatay. Matay ko. Hindi ko na naman story, ha? Ano ito po? Bulaw na ko, bulaw ko. Sa kwarto, ha? Tapos, masuicide na siya ko. Kaysa kinanglan niya lang gamay nga pakdol. Parents, hurt your kids. Smack them. Kisa kinanglan nila gamay nga pakdol. Why ma kami nagbuang? Wala mo kuhagi. Isang bata pa ko, ang depressed na yan. Foreign word na yan. Ah, depressed na nung depressed naman. Tata, nandung duman mga depressed-depressed nga word. Galakat ka pa kato sa eskwilahan. Ara ka to gagi sa mga kahon. Gawdung duman mo ng depressed. Why ka pa nung dum depressed nga word? Budlay, oo. Kapo, yes. Depressed-depressed. Not saying it doesn't exist, but it has existed because the world has started to entertain it, and therefore that spirit has proliferated itself in our communities, in our homes, in the hearts and minds of our children, fueled by TikTok. Okay, watch this. Look at this. Then he said to me, "Prophesy to these bones." And look at this. See, na miss Ezekiel, Lord, you know. Okay, 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 okay. Rephrase. I'm going to edit my command. If you don't know what to say, I will tell you what to say. For some reason, Siling Sang Diyos prophesy to these bones and say to them, Nalipat si Ezekiel, nga prophet siya galit. That he had the power to speak things to existence. He got so overwhelmed by the impossibility in front of him, he forgot that he was a prophet of God. And so God said, prophesy to these bones. And watch this verse. And say to them. Because he didn't know what to say. Because he was too overwhelmed by the dry bones. God even gave him what to say. Look at this. Dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Watch this church. Here's key number four. Tell the problem what God told about you. Tell the problem what God told you. How am I going to get out of this, Lord? What will I say? What will I pray? Just tell them what your God says and that's going to be enough. Amen. Okay. Sino may two or more nga kabataan? Alright. Third question. Sino sa inyo ang may kabataan nga nagabangig o nagaaway sa balay? Wa kami lang ni Jeffs ka. Butbuot kidi mga bata niyo ano napakaon niyo na sila. Ano ano anong aras tubig na napainom niyo? Kaya nga ako niya bisan ano ko ka akig bisan ano ko ka sermon. Grabe ko magsermon tao pero pagbut sa kabataan ko adlaw adlaw. Labi na gid si Liam, si Liam do. Specialty ya gid to press his sister's buttons. Balan gid ko ano nga button pinduton kay Raisha nga pagpindot niya. You're annoying! Stop! Galusot sa imo noise cancelling headphone. Kapalugit siya kung paano yung pindotun. Hindi siya mapindot. Kisa nambalang ko si Raisha, you know, sometimes Tuto is like the devil. He elicits a reaction. He's trying to get an emotional response from you. And then he'll laugh. He's laughing, daddy! He's laughing! That's why! Don't listen. So, kisa sunlugun siya sa magulang, ipindutun ko siya, I'm okay, doesn't offend me, doesn't offend me. Pero sige-sige yun na sa magulang, sige-sige yun sa magulang. Dugay-dugay, 
So ginimoki siya para patas, gaintra ko. Because I know how to press his buttons. Masingi siya yun, unfair! Dapat kami lang. Kapag ako kisa ko ginaaway ka sang yawa, basta may daddy ka, may Diyos ka, gulpi lang masila yung mamayawa. Unfair! Dapat kami, no, 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 it can't be that way. I have to protect this one. May mga instances, it didn't happen just once. This is so common, I could, I could recite the words. May mga time kisa, araw sa kwarto, araw sa guwa, mapatihan ko ng daan ka, Ano ko, ari na, ari na. Ga-prepare na ko. You stop it! No, you stop it! You stop it! Pero siyempre, permi sa baisay o sa bangiganay, pero digit perming magulang manghod. Pero may secret weapon ng manghod. I'm going to tell daddy! May secret weapon man tamo sa Diyos. I'm going to tell God. Tapos ang magulang usually may mabanga, okay, okay, okay na, okay na, okay na. So kisa mo one time, harap ko sa kwarto, pungko ko sa bed, nagambal na si Raisha, I'm going to tell dad! Gagalukad daw si Liam. Sulod si Raisha sa kwarto. Batsaga ko na harap sa perta sa kwarto. Doon nag-prepare siya sa iyang drama. Hindi magulang, hindi magkuntat. Bisa niyo kambal, I'm gonna tell dad. Daddy, don't, don't, won't stop annoying me. Sino siya? Were you annoyed? At first I wasn't annoyed, but I'm already annoyed right now. Ah! Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Relax. What did he say? He said this. I'm not listening. Di mo kalma lang sa gibi. What did you? You do guys masiling ko siya. Okay. I want you to go out there and tell him. If he doesn't stop, I'm gonna get out of this bed and he's gonna get what he deserves. Pagkabati ni Ray siya, ang, ang, ang hibi, dugin, dugin paunta, dugin shot off. Ah! Okay. Tuto, Daddy said if you don't stop, he's gonna get out and you're gonna get what you deserve. Guess what happened next? There was a quiet calm. Satan has been thrown in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. See, Ezekiel was facing this valley of impossibility. And Ezekiel was like, Lord, I don't know. Can these bones live? I'm not sure. What are you telling me? These are bones. These are dead. This is an impossible situation. Okay, boy. Tell that situation. Your daddy said, dry bones come to life. Dry bones come to So Ezekiel goes out there and watches and says, this is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. It's not his words. This is what God says. Sometimes may tubangan ka problema. Doabi mo katapusan mo na. Instead of pitying and having a pity party, feeling sorry for yourself, look at your problem and says, this is what the Lord says. By his stripes, I am healed. I will attach tendons to you, Halini said Dios, and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Repeat those words to the dry bones. So Ezekiel now, at first, Lord, I don't know. Only you know. And now God says, repeat after me. Just say my word. So Ezekiel looks at the bones and he starts talking. Watch. Tanawan yung first statement sa Diyos, Bilikos 7.5. I will make breath enter you. That's the first thing that God says you should speak. Pilantawan yung. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Look. As I was prophesying, there was a noise. A rattling sound. Samtang ginahambal yung ginahambal sa Diyos. And bones came together bone to bone. I looked. So you can prophesy a bone to bone, tendon to tendon, skin, uh, muscle to muscle, flesh to flesh, muscle to muscle. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Wait a minute. Ang first thing you need to say is, 
breath come. Pero ang ginuna niya is bone to bone, tendon to tendon, flesh to flesh, skin to skin. Let me show you why. Because when he saw them, the Bible says, it was complete sort of. Kompleto ng atao. Bones came together, tendons came together, flesh came together, skin came together. So the entire valley of dry bones became a valley of dead bodies. Still no life. Now my skin, kompleto na, tao na, pero wala gyapon kabuhi. You know why? Because, mikulang eh. I'm going to show you why. But most of us are here. When your victory is coming together, have you been there? Okay, not one step to promotion. But it's not all there yet. But don't be afraid. God has a plan. Look. Pakita sang Dios ka tindog na siguro ka tindog na tong mga ang mga tao nga dry bones. Wala life. Do mga manikin. My flesh, my bone, my skin. Siguro pa ako si Ezekiel. Tamunan ni. Wait a minute. You forgot something. What was that? Then he said to me, prophesy again to the breath or speak to the wind. Pero in the previous verse, verse 5, naghamba lang Dios, speak to the wind. Tell the breath to come upon them. Na miss ya? Napatapos ng trabaho, pero wala pa breath. Watch this. You know why? Wala na sa Bible. This is just me. The breath is God's. And this is what I believe. Somewhat Ezekiel was probably a little bit apprehensive because he thought, well, I can command bones. I can command flesh. But I don't think I have the power to command God. So he stopped. But God said, no, 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 no. Keep going. Prophesy to the breath. Or in King James Version, speak to the wind. And no breath and no wind. The Spirit of God. Meaning, command it. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the Lord, the sovereign Lord says, come breath or come wind from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. Watch this, church. Here's the last part that many of us are afraid to do. Look, command the wind. No way. How can I? I cannot command God. The book of Isaiah says, concerning the works of my hands, command me. Command the wind. Lord, I can, I can speak all of these things, but that's a little bit too much. Listen to me, church. God is going to go as far as even having himself be available to you just so you could see the victory that he has prepared. Ezekiel, you missed something out. Speak to the wind. Wind, come! Let's read it again. He said, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come breath and the, from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. To be given the authority to direct the power of God is the greatest privilege. Here's the difference now. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them and they came to life and stood up on their feet. Look at this church. A vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, can these, uh, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up. Our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them and I will bring you back. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. Look at this church. Ang Dios, kung excited kasi mo victory, mas excited siya. <laughs> kung excited kasi mo healing, mas excited siya. Kung excited kasi promotion, mas excited siya. Why? Because he wants you to know, I am 
the Lord your God. Nanamian siya sang moment nga nga makahambal ka. It's because of you. I got this because of you. I got healed because of you. I got blessed because of you. I was watching this rabbi on YouTube. Jewish rabbi. Of course, was legapati kay Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And so as of right now, gulat sila gyapon sang coming sang Messiah from the line of David to help them, to get them out of the mess that they are in. And so that's why in Ezekiel 37, problematic sa ila. You understand? Para sa ila, this is an impossibility. This could never work. Sila probably in the judgment day, but this is not gonna happen. You know why? Because the Old Testament saints don't have a grid for the next verse I'm about to show you. Get ready for this. When the Jews look at Ezekiel 37, bisan ang ending niya resolution, para sa ila, it is a hope for something that could happen one day. But it's nowhere near a resolution. You, you want to know why? Because for them, one of the requirements for the resolution is impossible. They believe that God can anoint, smear. But this impossibility will only work under this circumstance. And this circumstance applies to you. All of those things, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Ten, bone upon bone, tendon upon tendon, flesh upon flesh, skin cover, cover the flesh. Speak to the wind, prophesy to the wind, come wind, blow from the four corners and breathe into these bones, into these bodies that don't have life. All of that came to pass. All the impossibilities. But here's the crux of the matter. Here's the difficulty para sila. When the Bible says, I will put my spirit in you. Mind blown. How can God's Spirit enter a man? It's impossible. It can't be. God's Spirit is too powerful. God's Spirit is too holy. How can God's Spirit enter a man? Listen to me, I'm done. So that my Spirit can dwell inside man. You have to go down, son, and pay the price. You, you think ang ginimo ni Jesus bayaran ng kasalanan natin sa cross para lang malangit kita kung di maimpierno? Where do you read that in the Bible? I'm, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but the Bible never said the payment of Jesus is so you can miss hell. Give me one verse. Not there. The payment of Jesus is for redemption. Watch this. Anong redemption? Ang pagbawi. Kung may ginprenda ka, kagkuluwaon mo na ang original mga property, makadu ka sa pawn shop, kaganoy mo mo, i-redeem. Pero hindi ka ka-redeem kung di mo bayaran ng price. Ginprenda ni Adan. Romans chapter 8. One man, the sin of one man, subjected all of creation under the curse. Ginprenda ni Adan kasi ang monarchs ng planet. Ginprenda niya ang bilog ng creation through the disobedience of one man. Curse entered the world, and through the obedience of one man, redemption came. Watch this. Ang role ni Jesus, look, 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 is not so you miss hell. Ang role ni Jesus is to take everything that the devil stole. Watch. And through the Spirit, deposit it all inside of you. How? By giving you the Spirit that handles all of the gifts. That's why it's called gifts of the Spirit. Did not say gifts of whatever. Gifts of the Spirit. Not gifts of fasting. Not gifts of good works. Gifts of the Spirit. Undeserved. Watutanan ni Jesus, ginbayaran ni, ginredeem ni Jesus, parang Holy Spirit, 
mabubuk tanan sa pagsulod ni Holy Spirit sa aton ang tanan ngagin prenda ni Adan ngagin gawad ni Jesus kinputang tanan sang Dios balik sa church oh you, you, you're missing it you gotta understand so pastor how is that gonna happen Jesus said wait a minute it's not gonna work with that old wine skin if you put new wine into an old wine skin that old wine skin will be destroyed if you put new cloth into an old cloth the old cloth will be destroyed so I'm gonna change you this wine skin so it can accommodate new wine you, you gotta get this he said for that to happen I have to die first and pay the price that's why guys listen to me I'm apostles I'm gonna have to go away and I'm gonna die I'm gonna leave you okay so then, no 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 don't leave us Jesus sitting so Jesus listen to me now I am with you you think that's good but it's better for you that I go because if I don't go the Holy Spirit cannot come and if he comes it is so much better for you why is that because when I'm with you God is with you but when the Holy Spirit comes and deposits all of that in you God is not just with you but God is now inside you I'm talking to you church that's why when this verse was given the Jews were like flustered puzzled confused God is going to put his spirit in me and I will live church listen to me you don't know what kind of power you have you don't understand what kind of anointing resides inside your body you might be looking at a valley of dry bones you might be looking at a test of impossibility but let me tell you what don't you tell me you can't do it because the Spirit of God dwells inside you I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you declares the Lord so let me tell you what all of those things